You should be saving for the future. But savings accounts suck. And investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4-6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, nice. my friend, another week, another awesome show. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, <laughs> this, this is one of my favorite things to do every week, just so you know. I, I love it, and I hate it when I have to miss it because of work, but I love, I love doing these shows with you. Uh, me too, man. Always fun. Always fun. Great, okay. great way to heckle each other and, you know, odd stuff. We have to catch up, right? We never get a chance to otherwise. If we keep this up, people don't think we like each other. (laughs) Uh, They don't listen to the show enough then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in the last episode, we talked about how social media can impact SEO. And we thought, you know, that we kind of, I don't know, we don't believe necessarily that it it has as little effect as Google makes it out to. Mm -hmm. However, um, you know, there is no proof at this point that, there is uh, either way, really. I mean, you can't really prove there's nothing because <laughs> anyway, there's lots of stuff out there. A lot of people have tried, tested things, but nothing that's really been conclusive. Well, I, I decided I'd look for an article so we could kind of debunk it slash approve elements just like we did for Roger Monty's post or actually it was just a thread post yeah, uh, in Webmaster World. Yeah, in, in this, yeah, in, in this case... Um, it's an article on SEMrush.com, which is one of my favorite tools, by the way. I love using it, mainly to find out what uh, rankings existing clients have or existing prospects. But, um, you know, they, they have a certain amount of clout. So I thought, well, let's look at one of their articles. And, and, and in this case, it is, um, a quote, unquote, eight ways social media can impact your SEO. Sounds rather apt. Right. So it fits right in with the topic of conversation. Yeah. So... You know, let's go through this. Let's see, you know, sometimes I find when I see these lists, there's a couple in there that are like, okay, they were running out of ideas. So (laughs) (laughs) let's see. Let's see if any of this sort of stands up. And so the first one, brand awareness. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Quote, people who have heard about you on social media, search in Google for branded keywords. Mm, Okay. What what that impacts is search behavior, not SEO. Exactly. Right? So, so brand awareness, that is a great, great benefit of using social media, but it's not a direct tie to SEO as we, we identify SEO, right? Exactly. Search behavior. All right. Yes. We're going to tell them to listen to this podcast. Right. <laughs> no, to be fair, you guys did a good job of this article. I thought it was really well done. Lots of good Im- images and stuff, but uh, 
what the heck? We need some content, and and you're the target. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> the target. I think we should have a target every week. That's a great idea. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, link potential. Well, that's Ooh. one I definitely know well. Uh, I've used that argument a lot. But social sharing can result in citations and links. They say. And well, you know a lot. What's your thought? <laughs> well, I know it well just because it's it's one of the few arguments I can make. That is, well, it's true. I mean, if you do get enough shares, uh, the right people will find your content and you will often get a link and citation. Um, I think that that's true. Uh, so that has an impact on SEO. It's one of those, nothing's direct, but it, you know, after a couple of steps, you'll get some benefit. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, yes, links are there. That's That's where links are moving to. People don't write blog posts as much as they used to. They write Facebook posts, right? So those links that used to live on websites are now living in social media. So I agree. Maybe it doesn't have a huge amount of influence right now, but it's going to have more and more influence as time goes on. So I absolutely agree with that one. Good. Yeah. So I think uh, it's a nice addition there. Um, and, and, you know, there's another uh, point I guess you could make too that by doing this now, even if it doesn't have an impact now, that history is there. And we all know that, that it doesn't go away. So yep. um, there, is a, there could be some perceived future benefit, right? When Google does figure out how to do this, when another search engine, perhaps a, a, a contest, contestant uh, against Google, uh, creates a way to do this and do it well, um, your hard work will pay off. So one of the things to think about, though, is um, one of the things people use in social media for links a lot are URL shorteners, right? So we mm. got to take into mind how people are creating links in social media. Links in Twitter. Um, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but I would guarantee it's a very, very high percentage of those links are done using URL shorteners. Some of these shorteners are okay for SEO, but, the, but you're going to pass through things. So it's not a direct link. Some of them are horrible for SEO. They don't pass anything. So you have to, when you're thinking link potential and how this connects to SEO, you have to think about how are these links created and, and what's the, what technology gets between your, your link and your social profile and your actual website. Excellent point. Okay. <laughs> Number three, personalized results. Google Plus posts rank in Google. Plus one content ranks higher. Pictures of authors in your circle are visible. These are three points they made as a hmm. number three. So, so if someone is in your network, let's say, or they are following you, you create a great post. It's relevant to a search that that person's doing. There's a, there is a chance still that your content will show up in results because they're, you, you are in their circle. So there's validity to that. Yeah, uh, I've got two problems with this one. One is personalized results means you have to actually be in Google+, use Google+, and have a group of people that you're connected to in Google+. So many people do not do that. Though mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't understand why, because Google Plus is a great network. But if you're thinking from a standard, I'm a small business, how do I want to leverage social for SEO? Unless you are very active in, in Google Plus specifically, and your, your audience is very active in Google Plus specifically, this is not going to help you very much at all. Um, my second point about this is 
we don't know how this is going to, we don't know what's going to happen here because Google Plus is breaking up. They're changing the way it works. Who knows how long this is going to be even close to a relevant factor. <laughs> well, and there you go to answering your first question, why people aren't using it very much. They don't exactly feel confident about it. I don't even feel confident about it yeah. anymore. Google yeah, screwed the pooch on that one. So the, the, I'd put a question mark around uh, this one, just saying we we don't know if this is going to have any long term impact. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying yes or no on this one. True, but I do think it was a nice addition, and and it's uh, true enough certainly to add to a list like this. It makes you think, and and uh, mm -hmm. at this point, I think using Google Plus uh, is, is a good thing. It, it has certainly paid off for me, and and I think it's a, a good idea. Of all the that's the, the networks out there, especially for business. I mean, you look at Facebook. Try and get any benefit out of your business page these days. Good freaking luck unless you're throwing money at it. Yeah, and we brought this up on the last show, and I think this might be the right place to talk about it because this happened probably after this article was written. But now that Google and Twitter are starting to publish tweets in mobile search, you know, we talk about Google Plus posts ranking in Google. Google is actually inserting tweets, related topic tweets, into search results on mobile. So I don't know if they're, they're I don't think they're personalized because I'm not real familiar yet exactly what the 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 how it works on the back end. I'm not sure anybody is yet. Um, but that's another piece where social, the activity you do social directly drives into search results. Yeah, good point. All right, well, let's uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a few more points to cover and a great question also from one of our listeners. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. 
So we were just finishing the personalized results, I believe. And the yep. next one, which is number four of eight, is increased domain rankings. Quote, unquote, the more your content is shared, the higher your rankings will be. I don't <sighs> think so. Not uh, yet. Not yet. <laughs> and, and I think there's a difference here. You have to, you have to, to she's, I think it's increased domain rankings, but then in the, the quote, it's like the more your content is shared, the higher ranking should be. I'm not sure whether it's, they're, they're trying to say that if you have a ton of content shared on your site, your overall site will do better, or each of these pieces you, you share, the more they're shared, the more that individual page will do better from a ranking standpoint. There's two different ways to look at this. Um, but, to put it together, I don't think either of those are happening significantly at this point right now. I'll read off what they say here uh, to, to see if I can add some cr clarity. I'm not sure this does, but um, uh, if visitors coming to your website from social media, it'll increase your website traffic. All these factors are taken into account by search engines and they'll boost your domain in organic results. Nah, no. I, yeah. That's a stretch. Yeah, that is a stretch. I mean, even though we did hear John Mueller say that they can check your traffic like instantly <laughs> <laughs> so that we know they look at it. But they don't use it. But they say, <laughs> but they, say they don't use it. They say they, don't, they say they don't do a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, hmm. Anyway, increased domain rankings. Well, so I don't know about that. I don't think we're both on a – we both yeah. in agreement that's not quite on target there. But. Not, not, not just yet. I think, I think at some point – more shares will equate to better rankings organically, but I'm talking some point, it's probably years from now. Mm -hmm. so, number five, social media sites get high rankings. Okay, so your social media pages are likely to rank in the top 10 for your branded keywords. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Yep, totally yeah. agree. This yeah. is one of those things where if, you, if, some, if you're really concerned about branded search, um, it, Someone searches for your brand, they're going to see your website. Um, if you don't have social build out, they're going to see other sites related to you or stories. If you build out your Facebook and your Twitter and your LinkedIn and your YouTube channels, there's a good chance those are going to rank right up there with your website tied to your brand search. In fact, it's a, it's a common, if not overused, technique for reputation management. If, yep. if you, if uh, we've been hired before for clients who have one of those really annoying complaints that just seem to be showing up in their rankings, well, they create social pages, make sure they work them hard, and, and ultimately they do often push those out of the top results. It's just one of those things. They do definitely have an impact. How much they do in terms of ranking your site, that's another thing entirely. Right. And then when we're talking about search engine optimization, this is search results optimization probably. This is mm -hmm. take, taking control of that entire search results page for your brand. It's not going to help your website that much. Um, but it is going to help you, you know, control that page of results, mm -hmm. get more real estate. I don't even know of any. I'm not sure anyone's bothered because it's probably not that much 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 of a benefit. But uh, there's no studies I've seen on whether or not having one of these pages creates any credibility that improves your rankings. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if anybody studied that or not either. Pretty hard to study anyway, but yeah. Intriguing, anyway. Um, if, any, if anybody studied it, Stefan Spencer studied it, but he won't talk yes, about it yet. Yes, that is true. Yeah, I don't know when he sleeps, really. Um, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, number six, Google Plus impacts local search. Reviews, plus ones, verified pages, local area codes, complete profiles, and more all help you to rank higher. 
I guess. Yes, to a degree. Yes. I mean, yeah, in it, local search, if you if you have, um, I wouldn't say Google Plus per se. I would say if you if your Google My Business page is fully <laughs> filled. Yeah, agree. Uh, it goes back to what we complained about last show, where the, that one thing has had so many names in the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, if you're talking about from that perspective, I totally agree. Since that whole my business thing is built into Google Plus at, at some level, if that's what they're talking about, totally agree. Yeah, well, and this is written on April 30th, so um, you know they 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 are probably just out of date on their the wording. Google Plus, so Google My Business impacts local search is probably what I would say instead of Google Plus. And uh, yeah, if your if your Google My Business profile is 100%, they actually have a meter when you sign in, uh, and you you know you've got some reviews. I find that's key. You know, good reviews for your site. Then yes, that can have a, a direct impact on, on on local rankings. So, but let's let's look at this step. Take a step back. Is that a social media platform? Reviews. There's some interaction there, but that means mm. Yelp. That means Yelp is a social media platform. That means Foursquare is a social media platform. Foursquare is a little more than Yelp is. Yeah. But City Search is a social media platform, right? Is I wouldn't it disagree. Really? Though. I mean, there's certainly an argument for that. Yeah. So I think I think it's it's a it's kind of a hybrid of social media and directory. Directory. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Anyway, good point, and uh, I definitely agree. Um, it just the wording is just a little different, but anyway, number seven: relevant keywords. Your social media posts will rank for keywords you include. Hmm. If I, I don't, I'm trying to remember: have I ever seen a Facebook post show up in a search result? Hell no. No. And even the public ones, I don't think I've ever seen them show up in search results. No. Twitter posts. I mean, you find Twitter pages and profiles and Facebook pages and profiles, but posts, no. I'm actually kind of surprised about that. I mean, in in terms of Twitter posts, because there's probably enough really authoritative material that they should. But it's also pretty hard to tell because it's so fleeting. I I think she was on the right. She was on the right track here when she said relevant keywords. But the way she described it is your post will rank. I don't agree with. I think what happens no. is if your posts contain relevant keywords, we go back to that, that link potential. And now you have a post that's relevant and a link out of that post back to your site is, is a more relevant link. So it's a, it's a higher quality link from that perspective. So relevant keywords do make a difference um, when you're posting and you're talking about it. I'm using the open graph to make sure that when people share posts, share your content from your site, their posts contain the right terminology um, is important. I really do. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Number eight. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Dun, 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 the last one. Faster <laughs> indexing. Social Woo-hoo. media shares can significantly speed up the content indexing process. Out of the park. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a good but, one. But that, that that is a good one, but only for certain sites. Like yes. you know, there's like sites that have twenty thousand pages. 
Um, it's going to be much harder f- for them to get that deep content. If they share that deep content in, in social, it's going to get indexed faster. If you only got 10 pages on your site, um, but you're getting <laughs> crawled every day, it's probably not going to be that much faster. Yeah, and if you yeah. only have two pages in the index, you got problems. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be worrying about social as much as. Uh, <laughs> uh, ouch! Yeah. Actually, I found a. I was doing an audit for someone, and it baffled me completely. Boggled me. In fact, they have a site. They have only submitted seventy. What was it seventy nine of their four hundred and sixty pages in their index sitemap? Why? <laughs> that I just is weird. Don't get it. I That's all they have. That's all they have in the, the, the XML file? Yeah, and as a result, uh, Google has said, well, we've mostly indexed that. Oh, that's great. But, I mean, what about all their other content? And I've seen that before. And the reason that I've discovered in the past when that happens to some clients is because they build this XML sitemap file and they don't update it as they add new pages or their technology doesn't allow it to be dynamically updated as they add new content. So they start off with 90-some pages and it's every one of the pages on their site. Then a year later, they've added 200 more pages and none of those are in that XML file. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's where we have to thank Google for taking suggestions versus making things the rule. You know, They're going to go, okay, but we see other pages, so we're not going to... Take this with too much. Uh, we're going to take this with a grain of salt. Exactly. Because I do notice when I do a site colon search to see how much of their site's indexed, it's in the 400 range. Yeah, see, that's, th- yeah. So Google Google is, believe it or not, Google is smart. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. I, 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 you know, there's moments, but yes, yes, they are. <laughs> I guess it's all those PhDs. Maybe. They could be, yes. Yeah. Could be. Or they <laughs> listen to the show, one of the two. Well, we can only hope. Yeah, I mean, she's. They do want to be on the cutting edge, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got uh, a, a good question from Jiwan Garg uh, from our uh, community page. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCprofessionals.com. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. 
So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, we have a question here. Yeah, yeah, good one. I love this one. Yep. And uh, I have to, before we ask the question, I have to say, I love this guy's name. And I'm not being, I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm not saying, being sarcastic. Jiwan Garg is a great name. And, and I'm very serious when I say my next World of Warcraft character is going to be named Jiwan Garg. Absolutely. It's very I love cool. it. And Jiwan, yeah. I particularly like that one. Yeah. Pretty neat. Um, so, his question, is click-through rate a ranking factor in SEO? Discuss. No wonder he put discuss. Yeah, I mean, like, whoa, yeah, that's a dirty one. Um, (laughs) How do we get into this one? (laughs) To me, this is interesting because there's a lot of terms that are super prevalent in pay-per-click advertising that find their way into SEO because – it's interesting because I because and I do it myself sometimes when we talk about the quality of content. You know, um, every once in a while I'll, I'll find myself talking about a content's quality score, and I'm like, no, there's no such thing as quality score in SEO, but it's it, it happens. And CTR to me is one of those things that that kind of crosses over between things. Um, what do you think, Ross? I mean, it's like. <laughs> Well, I guess first I just caught myself from getting into it a little more deeper without explaining it a little more. So <clears throat> at least as I understand what he's asking here is, uh, you know, if someone clicks to a page, are, are, actually maybe not. Is this about the bounce back? Well, see, there's there's difference. There's, yeah. there's, there's bounce rates. There's click-through rates. Um, is it f- click-through rates specifically from search results is the question I would ask, and I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. That's, that's what I'd assume, too. Oh, yeah. Gee, Wang, come on, man. you got to be a little more detail here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, he, let's he, just assume it's from search results, and we're talking about um, the bounce, the bounce back, because that's what it makes more sense to me, and it's most interesting, certainly. Um, right. So, in, in that regard, uh, for listeners who may just wonder what the hell we're talking about, um, if if you go to a search result and and you're looking at things, you're like, oh, I'm going to click on this one. You go to the, the site, nope, not what you wanted. You click right back, uh, and you're once again searching on Google for a better result. Does Google take that into account and go, oh, we didn't provide a very good result to this person. We should uh, take a look at the site. I think they do. Well, I, I think, I think they a, even mentioned it at one point, didn't they? I think there's a history of this, right? So long before personal search, it was very clear and it was very, I think we were all in agreement that they did not use click-through rate for anything, right? Then there was the initial phase of personal search where it only did personalized search when you logged into Google and you were on your Gmail account or any of those Google accounts you were logged in. When you did search, then it was personalized search. And then we started talking about, well, when you're logged in, they may be tracking click-through rates, but only for people that are logged in. Then personalized search switched from, you don't have to be logged in anymore. We're doing personalized search across the board, whether you're logged in or not. Then the question became, did they still use click-through rates after they 
remove the login factor from personal search. And that to me is where the question is. And I'm not sure we have a real specific answer. I am assuming they still do, but I don't know if I can back that up with anything. I found a fantastic result here. I love Pete Myers, Dr. Pete. He has an article on this exact topic I just nice. found. Nice. Send it um, so it says the two user metrics that matter for SEO. And it's fairly old. It's 2012. But I mean, that's how long we've been talking about this. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he says there are two user metrics, I'm quoting here, that both Google and Bing have direct act- access to. Number one, search engine result click-through rate. And number two, dwell time. Now, dwell time is how long you stay on a particular page uh, before coming is, back. Is that different than bounce rate? Uh, yes. Yeah, because bounce rate's a percentage, right? Versus dwell time is a time. Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay. Um, So the official word is that analytics data is not used for ranking from Google. Well, they don't need the analytics data, and that's something he gets at. Um, They can can track this by other means. Um, Now... Again, this is just so so topical. Let's just I read a little bit of this. One argument you hear all the time is that Google can't possibly use something like bounce rate as a ranking signal because bounce rate is very site-dependent and unreliable by itself. I hear it so often that I, want, I wanted to take a moment to say that I don't buy this argument for one simple reason. Any ranking signal by itself is unreliable. I don't know a single SEO who would argue that title tags don't matter. For example, and yet title tags are incredibly easy to manipulate. On-page factors in general can be spammed. That's why Google adds links to the mix. Links can be spammed. That's why they're added, adding social metrics and user metrics. With over 200 ranking factors, Bing's claim, Bing claims over 1,000, <laughs> of course, no single factor has to be perfect. Yeah. And he also in this article, he makes a really good point by showing in Webmaster Tools, oh wait, excuse me, now it's uh, Google Search Center, is that the new name? Search Console. Search Console, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have been showing us for quite some time, one of the metrics that you can see in there is click-through rate. So mm-hmm. if they're tracking it, they're reporting it to us, why would they not be using it? Yeah, well, and especially if it's if it's accomplishing their one purpose, which is uh, to provide the best search experience for the users. If if it's as simple as them going, oh, you just came back, that was really quick. Within a certain threshold of the time, they could flag a page for uh, either further um, analysis with their algorithm, or maybe even send it to their uh, their hands-on team. And what they've got a, a group of people that actually do just to check their algorithm quality by just so that, checking pages by hand. So now let's think about this a little bit different, though. I th- there's an also a possibility that Google uses click-through rate not so much as a tool to say this page should rank better, but more of a our algorithm is not doing a good job, yeah. right? Because we know a single page. Yeah, they don't can, care about the page. No. Yeah, the, the page itself can rank for multiple terms. And the click-through rate was going to be different for each of those terms. Um, based on where it's at in the page, what the metadata says related to the search. There's a lot of variables there based on what the search query was. So I think Google's more likely using click-through rate to improve their algorithms and what pages they show more so than looking at an individual page and saying, okay, this page is not good because nobody's clicking on it. They're looking at, we didn't serve the right page because nobody's clicking on it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and just so people know, 
uh, click-through rate is based on, at least in this case, impressions than clicks. So how many times does your listing show up in search results and how many times was it clicked? It's a percentage of that. Right. Um, and that's, that's a key, the key issue here. So if you have a high click-through rate, that's pretty important. They don't mention anything here about uh, bounce. But, but here's, 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 the, here's the point I was trying to make earlier, though. If it's more about Google using click-through rate to determine whether they are displaying the proper um, pages, how do we impact that as an SEO, right? So we know that we know page A can rank for 10 different phrases. Um, on phrases one through eight, it does very good on click-through rate. On phrases nine and 10, it doesn't. So for those two instances, how do we impact that as an SEO? We can't. It's Google has to say, okay, we showed the wrong page for this particular search result. There's, I don't think there's anything we can do from an SEO standpoint to influence that other than really making sure that each page only just targeted one term, but that's not effective anymore from, for many other reasons, right? So uh, back to this dwell time, which is metric number two, um, uh, he, uh, Pete, Dr. Pete here puts out an uh, interesting quote from Dwayne Forrester, who was, uh, I guess he's back there. Was he brought back to Bing? I think he was. Yeah, yeah he's back yeah. at Bing now. Yeah. Um, uh, he was sort of a, the front guy for Bing when it comes to this, this uh, kind of algorithmic work. He, he's, uh, the Mac, he's the Matt cuts of Bing. Yes. He says, uh, and this is where it gives a, give, a bit of a giveaway. Quote, unquote. This is from Dwayne Forrester. Your goal should be that when a visitor lands on your page, the content answers all of their needs, encouraging their next action to remain with you. If your content does not encourage them to remain with you, they will leave. The search engines can get a sense of this by watching the dwell time, the time between when a user clicks on our search result and when they come back from your website tells a potential story. A minute or two is, is good, as it can easily indicate the visitor consumed your content. Less than a couple of seconds can be viewed as a poor result. Then Pete goes on here to say, dwell time, in a sense, is an amalgam of bounce rate and time on site metrics. It measures how long it takes for someone to return to a search engine result page after clicking on a result. And it can be measured directly from the search engine's own data. Nice. I think that closes the door and makes yeah. this pretty obvious, right? I mean, um, well uh, yeah, I, I think click-through rate is something separate from dwell time, and and Jiwan's both. Yeah, yeah, Jiwan's question was specific to click-through rate. I think they have two different answers. I think absolutely mm -hmm. dwell time is going to be a factor. Click-through rate is a factor, but not a factor that we have any control over. It's because when they look at click-through rate, they're looking at how well they did, not how well we did. When they're looking at dwell time, they're looking at how well we did, right? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you do, we do have control over click-through rate, though. No, we don't. To a degree. Sure we do, to a degree. Yeah, that, that's the quality of the title. It's the quality of the, the attraction, the description tag. Okay, to, to a degree, you're right. But I think a lot of it also has to do with where the engines place us in the rankings. We know click, the, click rate changes dramatically between position one and between, to position eight, between that's position true. 14, right? So that's the engine has to determine that. We can mm -hmm. help work on that by increasing rankings, which will increase click-through rate, right? But mm -hmm. the, So we're not going to increase ranking because we increased click-through rate. We're going to increase our click-through rate because we increase rankings, right? <laughs> yes. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, I think. Yeah, I, I think we've got a few people out there going off. Oh, 
F, yeah. F this yeah. show. I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How many eyes are glazed over right now? We could, yeah. probably, we could probably make quite a few Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, that, was, that was a great question, Gioan. Thank you. And I hope yeah. uh, you liked our answer. It was fun talking about it. And, and I welcome anyone to add that kind of a, a question out there. We love them, uh, especially those open, really thoughtful questions. It's a good one. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, on that note, we're at the end of our show here. So, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. Have a great week, and remember to tune in to future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. It came on a night like any other. With power unlike anything else on Earth. Using beyond advanced active ingredients like bicyclopyrone, Acuron GT post-emergence corn herbicide is here to annihilate tough weeds. Advanced technology, enhanced control. Talk to your Syngenta retailer about Acuron GT. Always read and follow label instructions.